All right, this is uh, Road to Serfdom's Stream of Consciousness, episode 27. Um, I'm going to hold off on doing part two of the Corporativism episode, um, just because I'm not getting a lot of uh, attention to that, and I'm, I think maybe I'm, I'm drilling too deep into the details of that. Um, it is an important subject. We need to talk about it. People need to understand it, but um, I'll just have to figure out a way to do it in shorter smaller bits, uh, bites, so that people can digest it and and figure out what it is that I'm trying to say. Um, so I'm really just going to give an update of uh, what's going on with Twitter right now, because uh, as you know, my Road to Serfdom account was, was deleted, and I continually appeal to have them reinstate it, and they continually ignore me. Uh, and so I think it's quite suspicious, especially since they've reinstated some some other, I mean, granted, high-profile accounts, higher-profile accounts. Not sure that that necessarily is a factor here. Um, I think primarily the reason they haven't reinstated my account is because I am really um, presenting a, a, a cogent argument that does not invoke uh, aliens or lizard people or, or any paranormal sources. This is explainable with simple knowledge of history, uh, politics, science, and ideology. Um, so that, in, in combination with the fact that I'm recommending a viable solution, which is mass recall. And I think the combination of these things is intolerable to the global totalitarian corporativist state. And they're doing a successful job of um, what I think is sort of a light version of hack attack on everybody, not just me. It's a, not saying this is only happening to me, um, I'm, but it is very suspicious that my account has not been restored. Um, as many of you know, or many of you obviously don't know, uh, I am back on Twitter. I'm using my corned beef and curses, uh, at corned beef curse account, which is my traditional Irish radio show that I had left uh, hanging for years. Uh, and I resurrected to try to start up again and I'm not using my handle because the Twitter rules say you're not supposed to create a new account and, and blah, 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 blah. So I'm just using the account that I already had that was my Irish radio show. I had announced on my account that this was my uh, alt account. And uh, still it seems that um, even though thousands of people have found me, uh, Twitter does not let me actually reach anybody. So I'll, I'll tweet something and it will say, you know, 13 impressions after an hour. Um, so clearly it's being really severely uh, suppressed. And the suppression was pretty bad on Road to Serfdom to begin with, but I only have uh, about 6,000 uh, followers on this account, which is different, you know, considerably smaller than the almost 40,000 I had going. Uh, so where I might get three or 4,000 impressions with the suppression, I only get you know dozens. Uh, so it's it does not justify me spending a lot of time on Twitter. Um, obviously, um, thanks to everybody who has been uh, supporting me on Patreon, and I, and I also have been, because I've been spending so much time trying to rebuild the account on Twitter, I haven't been doing very many uh, podcast episodes. So uh, that's why I'm doing this, to inform everybody of what's going on and to let my Patreon supporters know that I'm going to focus my attention on podcasts and let Twitter fall by the wayside for the time being uh, until and unless they reinstate my account or I can start to actually get some some visibility on Twitter that doesn't make any sense for me to spend all my time 
beating my head against the wall. So um, it does appear that uh, there is some good progress in terms of, I mean, it's definitely, I don't know if, if everyone else is on Twitter, um, people have been talking about vaccine genocide, and, and there definitely is a lot of attention being paid to how bad the gene therapy is. Um, so that's good. Uh, even Elon Musk has been, you know, devoting some of his conversations to uh, what seems to be progressive rhetoric on the subject. Uh, although, if you listen closely to what he's saying, he's simply saying, I took the booster, and frankly, I don't believe he took the uh, experimental gene therapy. He's not an idiot. Um, but he says he took it and he didn't feel good, and he, say, you know, and he still calls it a vaccine, and he hasn't acknowledged the genocide factor here. He hasn't acknowledged that it's an experimental gene therapy. Really, the only thing he's really said of late has either been you know, as part of this um, typical left-right arguments about, um, you know, whatever social thing is happening, a, a social flavor topic of the day, transgender, whatever. Um, he'll make comments on that stuff, and it does seem like he um, he did say that uh, the population is not shrinking, is not exploding, it's shrinking, and he's right about that. Uh, the population in the West has been shrinking for a long time, it is not exploding, so all the rhetoric about uh, overpopulation is total nonsense, at least with respect to the Western world. Um, but we know also just that it's a total nonsense argument to begin with, no matter where you're talking about it. Um, but he says, essentially what he's saying is that he's encouraging people to have sex and have kids. He's not saying that the population is being murdered by the government. Um, and because he's not saying that, it's kind of useless. Because if you are killing your population and sterilizing the people who survive, then having sex is not going to help. Um, so he must know that. Uh, so I would I would caution people to be, you know, I on, there's on the other side of this. I want to give anybody who's willing to switch sides, you know, a chance. Uh, but I'm not seeing uh, any kind of overt. Uh, efforts on his part. Uh, Scott Adams was another one who recently, just today or yesterday, uh, said that he admits that the, that the so-called vaccine deniers were right and we win. And he said, you know, it was just because we didn't trust the government. Of course, nobody should trust the government. We don't trust the government. I don't trust the government. But that's not what what fueled my, my outcry in the beginning. I, I actually spent... A solid amount of time doing the research myself and learning about the science and finding out what it was and then telling everybody what it was. I wasn't saying don't do it because I don't trust the government. I mean, I've been saying don't trust the government forever. Um, but but that actually wasn't my argument. My argument was this is a, a gene therapy and it's a gene therapy that had a moratorium declared on it because it was causing death from organ failure in the 2000s. And they ha have circumvented the moratorium by declaring an emergency use authorization. And that, that was my argument, right? And, and my, my main tweet was really, you know, I didn't think that was going to be a debatable topic at all. The, the tweet was really about the movement licenses. Because my thing on Road to Serfdom was about totalitarianism. I'm trying to draw attention to the fact that all of these things that are happening are being done to tighten the screws and, and close in on people's freedom, take it away, and subject them to a prison state forever. 
Um, and this this uh, genocide with this biological weapon is just one of many of the ways that they intend to shrink the population down significantly, if not dramatically. And you know, secure complete control over everybody's entire lives forever and potentially prevent them from reproducing, uh, if not killing them outright. So uh, that's the situation. Uh, not a lot has changed um, in terms of the government's continued efforts to achieve those ends. Um, it's just that more people are acknowledging that, that there's something wrong. Um, and again, as I've said, uh, it's going to take years for the, the numbers of people to die to actually make people wake up to see that this is actually a, a genocide. And during this amount of time that we have, as short as it might be, we have to tell everybody about mass recalls so that when they finally do realize what's been done to them, they don't just freak out and go berserk. That's This is my main message. Um, the mass recall thing is the only way we can get out of this, um, and we need to make sure that people know about it before they figure out what's been going on. And also we just need to get the message out so that everybody knows about it before either hack attack is officially enacted, and hack attack is one of the scenarios in the lockstep document where they intend to shut off power and communications. And I had been sort of thinking that when that happens, that would be the trigger for everyone to get together in their town, print up flyers of mass recall, tell everybody what it is, why we have to do it, and then begin mass recall. And because there has to be some way for everyone to sort of organize and time this. It all has to be more or less simultaneously. We want ultimately the, the perfect world that we want, decentralized world, would be that every town in the world would decentralize through mass recall at the same time when government shows its hand. So that's why we have to tell everybody about mass recall. And it's okay that people are going to roll their eyes and not necessarily accept this, uh, but it's a very simple idea, uh, and it can be communicated in a short amount of time to anybody, and it will stick in their head and they'll, they'll know about it whether they accept it or dismiss it. Uh, and that's all I really ask initially is that we spread this word so that the idea doesn't... Uh, we don't want the idea to disappear, obviously. We, we don't want the government to successfully uh, eliminate the idea, which is, I think, the only way that we can liberate ourselves. Uh, but it also is important because we need to, to head off anybody going crazy and going berserk because that's one of the plans, that it's one of the parts of the plan, what they call um, pushback in the lockstep document. The idea is that the government will, will tell local authorities to become abusive and increase their abuse until they provoke a violent response from the, the average public and the average public starts killing the police and fighting back and et cetera, et cetera. And that's when the GTCS will declare martial law, deploy the military, and then they that, that, that's the ultimate goal is they want a complete military police state. Uh, the, the police are either going to get murdered by people by being by provoking them to killing them, or if if it comes to that point and, and the military is deployed, the police are not going to be part of the military. So the police lose one way or the other. No matter what happens, the police lose. So I, I really need the police, individuals who are in law enforcement, to understand that, that they don't they're not getting out of this. Um, 
This is not going to work out in their favor, no matter what happens. Uh, so it would behoove you to to join the human race and not work for these people. Uh, don't think of of it as you're, because you're not you're not doing it. You know better than I do what your superiors are telling you. So just use your judgment and consider what I'm saying. So anyway. Um, I just wanted to also add that we, we have to remember that these people burned the ships when they started this all. They, they, they went whole hog on this. They went against all of the scientific evidence, all of the normal conventions that, that we have all agreed on for a long time in all of these sciences. And they, they can't walk this back. They can't undo it. They can't, it's not going to work for them to say, whoops, we made a mistake. Um, this was all intentional. We have the evidence. Um, so we cannot expect, we should not expect them to, to walk this back. It's, they can't do that. Um, so, so they're not going to do that. So we really have to, to convince people that holding out hope that government will some, will all of a sudden figure out, whoops, you know, we really made a mistake. Sorry about that. Uh, we, you know what I mean? Like, I think part of these articles about wanting amnesty and such, uh, were, were partly to sort of feel out whether that was something they could get away with, but it was also to just confuse the whole issue. Um, and because now there are people who say, yeah, maybe we should give them amnesty. I mean, this is, this is um, these, these people are committing genocide against the human race, and they know it. So, um, no, no amnesty. Um, now, as I've said, there is a long tradition in our what, what we would like our justice system to be, which is that if a high-profile character who happens to be a big boss or a high-up uh, lieutenant in an organization is willing to spill the beans completely and not hold back any information, give us all their information, even if they're part of the crimes, that we might grant them immunity against prosecution. doesn't mean we let them go. doesn't mean we give them a house. doesn't mean... You know, they, they get away with it scot-free, exactly. But they are not going to be executed. Uh, they would not be held. They would not They would not endure the same prosecution that all of the people that they're exposing would, would do. So on that level, yes, uh, immunity may be on the table. But who would prosecute them? We can't trust the judicial system of our governments, so it's kind of a moot point right now. Um, and unless we we happen to have a particular agent of the state in, a, in custody in one of the towns after mass recall, I don't see that this is going to be an issue for us to worry about at all because, you know, the government's not going to investigate, arrest, and prosecute itself for committing the crime that it has initiated. It's just not going to happen. As I said, they burn the ships. There's, there's, no, there's no upside for them to do that. Um, so, so I just... I guess I just wanted to uh, to say these things about Twitter. I'm going to back off a little bit. I'm still going to do my corned beef curse account. I was close to just just shutting it down because I'm frustrated, but I'm just frustrated. I, I, I you know, I'm I'm running out of money. I don't have any money, um, so uh, so I have to figure out something to do. Um, so that's why I have to to with what little amount of time that I'm probably going to have available, I need to pick something that I'm going to work on that continues this 
effort, and I think the podcast is the thing to do. So I'll continue to do the Stream of Consciousness podcast, and I will occasionally go on Twitter. Uh, I've been doing a lot of interviews, um, so I did. I've, I've been doing weekly interviews actually with um, Sam Cheney from Weaponized News, and also Raven uh, Kiefer from. Um, what was it? Uh, no apologies is the name of his podcast, um, and I'm hopefully going to add more. And I do these interviews at night, so that will allow me to do work during the day. Uh, and so, we'll, perhaps only once a day, maybe less than that, I will be going on Twitter. But I can't do Twitter full time anymore. But as I said, it, it seems to be kind of pointless for me to be full time on Twitter. The the main reason I actually was doing full time Twitter, if you recall, was because the movement license tweet was censored and people were retweeting the quote tweets and there were hundreds of them every day and they would just disappear into the wilderness if I didn't retweet them on my main account. So it was kind of tedious to do this all day long, clicking retweet, retweet, retweet. And I, I, because of the way Twitter works, you have to like and retweet and then go back and like it again and toggle, 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 and then do the same thing for the retweets. So if there were 200 retweets, it was really... 400 to 600 operations, maybe 800 to 1,000 operations. You can do the math. It really was taking me all day long just to retweet the quote tweets. But it was worth it. That's that's how we got to 50 million people. Um, so anyway, because I don't have the account, I'm not doing that. Uh, the, so I, I really am sitting here twiddling my thumbs on Twitter for eight hours a day or more. Uh, this seems to be kind of a waste of time. So... Um, I may come back to, you know, if they restore my Road to Serfdom account, I definitely will do what I can to come back, and hopefully I'll have figured out some way to, to, to pay my bills. Um, but in the meantime, I have to figure out a sort of triage here, um, what I can do locally, you know. There's, there's, there's some options. Um, it just means I can't do this the way I have been doing it. Uh, so um, I guess that's it, and uh, I will come back. Try to, as I said, I'm going to be doing more frequent uh, episodes, so I will come back with more information and another uh, possible follow-up to the corporativism episode. Um, and I also was thinking about doing shorter bits, so because it, it does seem like people don't really watch these entire videos, so uh, I'll think about a, a new format that's a little bit shorter, and if I can concentrate instead of doing the stream of consciousness i'll write scripts and see if i can put together three minute long or two minute or five minute long bits that that communicate the idea sufficiently and keep somebody's attention for the whole five minutes um, so that's the plan for the moment and um, anyway if anybody else is feeling desperate and and a little down on this uh just know that everybody i think kind of feels this way um and this is this is the intended outcome for their censorship i mean that's why they're preventing everybody from communicating on twitter is obviously to shut everybody up but also because it's demoralizing and if you haven't noticed a lot of people don't realize this the the, the actual way that twitter does this and this may happen on other sites as well but i know for a fact that the way Twitter manipulates and interferes with communications is, is it is automated, but it's automated and it is, sometimes there are people involved. But the result is that somebody will reply to something you say, you don't get a notification that they replied, and so they just think you ignored them. 
and if you go and you like their posts, let's say you figure out that they that they replied, either you got a notification or you noticed that they did, which is usually what happens to me. I have to go through and they don't notify me of anything, so I have to go and look at the tweets. And I see somebody did something and I click like, and it does the normal thing, which is it fills in the heart, but it does not update the counter for the likes. And if I don't toggle that, zoom the tweet, toggle it off, zoom out, toggle it again, zoom back in until that number goes up, then they won't know that I like the tweet and it will look like I just ignored them. So that's actually part of this whole strategy is to get people to be you know, frustrated with each other and think that they're being ignored, uh, but actually they're not. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to say that. I, I, I thought everybody kind of knew that, but uh, it doesn't hurt to mention that because that's one of their long-term strategies they've been using for a long time to aggravate people and, and to demoralize people. So anyway, um, uh, we will we will resume this perhaps in less than a week, I'm hoping, uh, to do another episode. So good luck and um, take care for now.